The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Nance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Always glad to have you with us along for the ride. Today we have Nathan Miller as our producer. He's at the board and he'll make sure that we stay in our lane. Fall is upon us. Just this morning, it was kind of funny. I was watching the Weather Channel and uh, they asked the question of the day, which was, where are y'all fallen? And I thought, wow, everybody talks like we do here in Florida. Where are y'all fallen? Where indeed? Do you have a trip planned? Do you like to chase the fall colors? They are gorgeous. They are plentiful. And they are, are, they're in just about every nook and cranny of the American continent. So you have a choice to make. If I'm going to go out, how much of this can I see in the allotted time? It's the kind of challenge you want to take up this time of year. I have a book holding it in my hand. And if I drop it on my foot, I'll break a toe at least because this is a monster chock full of wonderful information, lavishly illustrated. It's a beauty. Road Trip USA, the 25th anniversary edition, cross-country adventures on America's two-lane highways. The author is Jamie Jensen, and he is going to join us. He has been all over. He is a master of America's two-lane highways, and he's going to discuss with us the many trips you can take, the many options you have when you are chasing the colors of fall. This is American Road Trip Talk, and we'll be back with the interview right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, alert drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get alert drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk. Our guest, Jamie Jensen. Growing up along Route 66 in Southern California, Jamie Jensen was immersed in road trip culture at an early age. Back then, freeways were new, cheeseburgers cost a quarter, and every beach had a waterfront amusement park. Family road trips to national parks and historic sites nurtured an appreciation of the USA's distinctive natural landscapes, one-of-a-kind attractions, and unexpected local traditions. A summer break from studying architecture in college turned into a two-year odyssey, driving, hiking, biking, and even hitchhiking all over the continent. So we're happy to have him for the second time. Jamie Jensen, welcome to Trip Talk. Hey, Gary, it's great to be with you. Well, I'm glad we caught you. You're a man on the move on all those two-lane highways. You are a savant of that kind of road travel. And I said to myself, I've got to get Jamie back on here at the beginning of fall. And so we did. 
and you're gracious to make the time to talk to us as people are planning to chase the colors. They want to have their own legends of the fall colors, as it were. And these are beautifully detailed. People can anticipate what they'll find if they pick up a copy of Road Trip USA, the 25th anniversary edition. Let me just go to the index, Jamie, and then we'll get talking here together. I looked, I knew it would be here too. Fall colors. And what a lot of wonderful references. Appalachian Trail, Great Northern Route, Great River Road, Oregon Trail, Road to Nowhere, and the Southern Pacific Route. All of that. And they say the Berkshires are nice too. Jamie, tell us about your road trips in a way that invites others to go see for themselves. Well, I mean, the, this is the time, my favorite time of year to travel because some of the crowds, with especially families with kids, et cetera, are back at home. The roads are a lot clearer. The skies are generally pretty nice. And this is when driving during the fall color season is when these beautiful two-lane roads really come into their own. So I would encourage anyone who's on the fence to get out there and hit the road. We originate this broadcast, which then becomes a podcast, but we start out in Seattle. So if someone is in Western Washington, or maybe they're coming up from Oregon or California, Jamie, tell us about, just as one example, example Tumwater Canyon. Now, I've not been there. I lived over 20 years in Seattle environs. I never made it to Tumwater Canyon, but I'd like to know what's so fancy about that in fall. Well, it's just beautiful when the, the aspens um, start to shine and they're gorgeous golden yellow leaves against the what are still the, the, the green of the conifers. And it's what two, three hours from Seattle. You start at the Puget Sound, follow one of my favorite routes, a US 2, which links all the way across the country. So Tumwater Canyon is up in the Cascade Mountains and there's the town of Leavenworth is famous for being a kind of a fantasy Bavarian village where all the towns look like they're somewhere out of the black forest and all the buildings have in elaborately carved um, timbers coming out of their corners. And it's just kind of really cute place to go and get, get away from the kind of nine to five grind and see these beautiful trees and remember what life is all about. I'm glad that you brought up Leavenworth, Jamie, because I have been there and I enjoyed it. It was just, I was on my way between places, but I made sure that I stopped and spent the afternoon there. This was several years ago. I was absolutely stunned and I, there was a feeling of overwhelm. And then in the back of my mind came what somebody told me long ago, you know, that's a faux Bavarian village. Well, snooty patootie you, because when I was there, I felt welcome, which is always a good thing for a tourist town, but I didn't feel like I was in a tourist trap. And the scenery in which this Bavarian style town is set is absolutely gorgeous. I can't even, I was, I was there in summer, so I don't know about the fall colors. Washington, you know, is known as the evergreen state there. But when I think about Leavenworth and presumably Tumwater Canyon, to be a part of all of that means you can be on the West Coast and whatever they have going on in New England, for example, so famous for the fall colors, you can get it in your own backyard if you're a Washingtonian. A absolutely. And if you, if you want to uh, broaden your horizons a bit and you like the look of Leavenworth and the fall color, you can follow US2 all the way across the country uh, via 
enormous um, expanses of fall color. It goes through Glacier National Park and ends up on the East Coast. It's probably what is one of the greatest places to see the fall color up in Northern Maine at Acadia National Park. So all these roads just take you to all kinds of beautiful places. There's summer resorts along the way. There's um, you know, lots to see and do, but this time of year, things are great. And the, the great thing about these tourist towns is they tend to be very um, quirky and they have interesting food, which you don't always find out on the highway these days. So places like Leavenworth or Bar Harbor in the East Coast, where you get your lobster pounds and blueberry pie and all sorts of apple pie. This is really the time of year to start getting in training for that Thanksgiving feed. Oh, absolutely. And I have to tell you, Jamie Jensen, it sounds like you're following me around because I too have been to Acadia National Park. And once again, this was late summer and thereby hangs a tail because driving through Maine, flew to Boston, went up to Maine, then New Hampshire, then Vermont. Gorgeous, all three of those states. But when I was in Maine in particular, around Bar Harbor, it was stunning to have that much foliage. And I thought, thank God they had the sense to create a national park to protect and preserve all of this. It is a fall riot of colors, and not just in Acadia, but throughout Maine. As I was leaving Maine to go through New Hampshire and get to eventually to Vermont, I couldn't believe the scenes I was running into. It got to the point, Jamie, where I stopped the car and I just walked to a, a bridge there with this river underneath it and just a riot of fall colors, fiery brilliance. And I took as many pictures as traffic would allow. And what do you know, I turn around and there's a young lady who got off her motorcycle to do the same thing. There are some things at the right time of year, Jamie, that you cannot allow to pass you by. A absolutely. No, I have had similar experiences and mine didn't involve young ladies, but they involved covered bridges, which are some of my favorite New England icons. And you know, they, they're wooden covered to protect them from the winter weather, but they look so beautiful against this fall color. They're often in that deep red that you see all over Vermont and Maine. And my experience of stopping to take a picture of one of these things, I was entranced by the scene and taking photo after photo like you were talking about. And when I turned around to go back to my car, who did I bump into but a giant moose oh wow yeah which they are huge I mean they're, they're cute like Bullwinkle they actually kind of look a lot like Bullwinkle the moose but they're just so big it just like my heart stopped and I thought okay we're friends right you know, <laughs> he just looked at me and kind of went on gnawing on whatever he was munching on but those are the kind of experiences you can get along these smaller highways where you can actually pull off to the side of the road you know that's why I follow the two lanes and not the interstates because the interstates are both noisy and there isn't much life going on around them but you're really not encouraged to pull over to the side and stop Whereas on the two-lane roads that I try to follow in Road Trip USA, and there are still a lot of them in New England, which is nice. Um, and in, you know, US2 is one of them, but I do Route 66, US50, all these roads, wherever you are, you get on them this time of year, and you're just going to have an unforgettable experience. Quite true. And that also echoes a conversation that's been held in our nation for the longest time, going back to the 50s anyway. And that is the idea of the interstate versus the two-lane highways. Thank God both are still with us. But there is a difference in philosophy represented by the, the two ways to travel. Jamie, you know this better than just about anybody. If you're using the interstate, it's not that you're not going to see beautiful things. You do, and I have. 
there, but between point A and point B, the idea is not to wend your way, but to go in a straight line as much as possible to get there quicker. When you get to the two lane highway, now you're after adventure. Yes. And then the people who are out there on the two lane highways are more in that spirit. You know, they're not going to honk at you because you decide to pull off to the side to check out that covered bridge. You know, the, the, the people who are in a hurry tend to be on the interstates. And so it really does kind of I'm, I'm glad the interstates exist. And they're great if you really are in a hurry and need to bomb down I-5 or something, I-95. You know, they do what they set out to do, but they're not really fun. They weren't supposed to be fun. And what these two lane roads do is let us rediscover the kind of the early days of, of cars before we were all kind of living in them all the time. But they were just like Sunday drives. And it was a pleasure to get away and escape and go and see something else. And your neck of the woods, one of my favorite two lane roads that I cover in Road Trip USA is the Columbia River Scenic Highway, which is again, spectacular this time of year, but it's a really nice leisurely drive. You know, you have, you know, it's, you're not going to go 80 miles an hour on it, fortunately, or hopefully, but you will have experiences. You'll meet people who are like-minded as you're traveling along. It's just, it's a nice kind of parallel world. And it's, it's like the old kind of kinder, gentler America that these two lanes, they can offer to you sometimes. And so, yeah, it's, it's really a nice, I'm glad you brought up that distinction because yes, if you do need to get somewhere, the interstate's great. And, you know, I don't deny they're there, but if you want to enjoy the driving, the two lane highways are really the place you you want to be. Well, let's stay in the West here for the moment, Jamie. I'm glad you brought that up. The Pacific Coast Highway, I think that is the one referred to in a Grateful Dead song where the singer is singing about driving down that highway where the ocean breezes blow. An extraordinary and unique place. But I never really associated, maybe that's just my sin of omission. But I never associated all that much with fall. That seemed like a great spring and summer thing to do for sure there. But is there enough variety along that long stretch of highway where you get the feel of autumn? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you won't get the kind of hardwood foliage that you get in Vermont because it doesn't freeze out there. But the nice, the thing I like about October and even into November, and I used to do this with my kids, we drive down, I'm an LA boy, but live up in Northern California, we drive down the coast for Thanksgiving. And it was like the best weather of the year, they call it, if you can still say it, Indian summer. But it really is the fogs are gone. It's a nice time of year to be traveling. So, yeah, yeah, but if we want to get back with the fall color, that Appalachian Trail, Appalachian Trail route is one of the ones I follow in Road Trip USA. And that's really gets my mouth watering this time of year to think, well, in two weeks, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous out there and trying to time it. So there's all sorts of places, no matter where you start, you can find some great roads to drive this time of year. You know, Jamie, that's interesting. You talk about timing. If you're going to plan a road trip, you might as well plan for timing as well so that you optimize the experience. I noticed, and again, I check things out on the Weather Channel every day, and I see already now fall is just upon us as we are broadcasting. And I find that there are some states where the transition is happening now, whereas in a state like Wisconsin, there may be a southwest corner of it where the colors are already changing to almost peak glory. So the timing is important. Yes, and following the weather reports, because it's something to do with the when it starts getting cold at night. 
that it kills the green in the leaves and just oh. reveals those gorgeous colors. But thinking of the Midwest and Wisconsin and even more so the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which is also on that US2 route, which this time of year, I, we call it the Great Northern in the book because it follows the old railroad, Great Northern Railroad that linked Seattle and Minneapolis. But it's just, it's a wonderful drive. A any part of it really this time of year is gorgeous, but it goes across that thin part of Michigan that sticks out above the lakes and heads into Canada. And then you can drop back down into the US. So we go to into Vermont, um, where I think it's like next week, according to all the web maps I've seen of places that they have fall color. It's so wonderful to watch these online, the resources you can have now of actually knowing where the weather is. And so if you want to time it to get the absolute peak of Vermont color, you know, it's like the first week in October is looking pretty good. But the good thing about making this a road trip is that if you miss the peak in Vermont, you can just drive a little bit south and get the peak around New York City in, you know, Delaware Water Gap or the Hudson Valley, which is just gorgeous during fall. Or a little bit later, you follow, I do a driving tour of the Appalachian hiking trail, and it goes through Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, which is, I have, I've, whenever I'm anywhere near there this time of year, I try to get there. And it's just gorgeous where the Potomac and the Shenandoah rivers come together, has all sorts of history. It's a national park, but it's set in the most gorgeous setting imaginable with all these trees and old buildings and not much else. So it, places like that, once you start thinking fall color and scenery, um, the map just comes alive and the two lane highways, Road Trip USA will take you there. Take you there and everywhere it seems. In Vermont, particularly, driving through the Green Mountains, I looked at that region as a place that was gentle on people and their cars or their motorcycles. The idea that you can see so much gorgeous color and not have to navigate too much tricky terrain there, the, the mountains seem gentle because there are mountains and there are mountains and you don't feel like your car is trying to scale a peak when you're in New England. Maybe in the White Mountains in New Hampshire, it might feel more that way. But in Vermont, the whole thing just speaks to a gentility and yet the fiery brilliance of fall. Wow, that's very poetic, Gary. But I, the reason is the mountains back there are so much older. They've been eroded down over, you know, millions and billions of years, whereas the West Coast, they tend to be much younger. Like I live uh, near the Sierra, and it's like some of the youngest mountains on Earth because they're, they're just this uplift of granite that just, are, you know, it's a mere million years old or something like that. So they, they do have, when you start paying attention to that, they're less rounded, you know, they're much more angular. But the key to driving is always to follow the valley, not to try and go up and over the mountains all the time mm -hmm. and particularly in new england all the roads follow along the valley bottoms because they're you know before there were engines there were horses that had to pull people places and so the towns and they follow the the rivers flow and there's a natural kind of energy to it to following the the roads in new england which i find quite beautiful and hypnotic and kind of you know at this time of year it's just beautiful you're likely to have quite a few other people with a similar mind you know because they're so accessible to places like Boston and New York. And you can do these as a fly drive. Even if you don't start in New England by birth, you can, you know, get a flight or, you know, catch a train, get a rental car and then do a nice little loop tour. And rental car prices have dropped, which I'm relieved to see because I'm planning Thank to goodness. do that sort of trip. Oh, man. I mean, I, I was seeing numbers that would just scare you to death. 
and you think, well, I better find another way to do this. There was a time when, the, you know, fairly recently when the airfares were low, but the rental car prices were absolutely insane. So people had some hard choices to make. If you have a car of your own that is certainly roadworthy and properly equipped, then that becomes your ship. And you're going to go sailing on those two lane highways where I take it, Jamie, chasing the fall colors. It's so popular. But have you found and you've made so many trips, have you found that traffic is much less of a problem? Um, well, that's the peak season for a lot of these places that people plan. I mean, like bed and breakfast will be booked up for as long as they'll take reservations for that time of year, because it's like on a lot of people's bucket list. But the, the nice thing to do is to go away from maybe the, the famous tourist destinations. And, you, you know, the fall color, if you have enough time or you can time it to follow it, you know, the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia, not a lot of traffic around there. Um, you know, so rather than going, you know, the Blue Ridge Parkway is another kind of famous fall color drive. And yes, it's beautiful, but so are quite a lot of the other roads that will lead you there. And so to, to go and explore a little bit and follow your nose is a really nice and often very rewarding way to travel this time of year. But I agree with you that getting comfortable with your own car, there's something kind of really, really friendly about knowing your trusty steed and it'll look after you as you drive along these many miles. Knowing your trusty steed, you're a poet yourself. That's excellent, Jamie. What about, and this is one of your specialties, and you have many, and anybody listening here is going, Jamie Jensen knows what he's talking about, let's face it. So if you're planning the trip and you've got the timing down and you, you pick a region or two and you're going to take that, there's, there's still the question of what is maximally available to you. You are an expert on Route 66. You're not claiming that, but I'm giving you credit. Route 66, you know it so well. If somebody, knowing in advance that Route 66 begins in Chicago and then heads west, how would you plan a fall trip? Would you go to Chicago, maybe fly there, and then you rent a car? Or uh, have you ever just started in Chicago around that time of year and then went all the way to Santa Monica? Not all the way to Santa Monica, not not that time of year. I've certainly done it. Um, I, I'm more of a springtime Route 66 guy. I like the desert wildflowers. So that's usually what gets me out there from California. But the, the, the great thing about if you start in Chicago, you don't have to go all the way to California because there's not a lot of fall color in the desert. But to get across um, to the Mississippi River, and the drive along the Mississippi, which is, you know, from St. Louis. So you say go to St. Louis from Chicago, cruise across Illinois, which has some wonderful Route 66 towns. It really is the heartland. There's a town called Pontiac, which has two of the best Route 66 and old car museums um, in the country, I think, are in this beautiful little town that's like an hour from Chicago. So those are the sort of places if you want to combine fall color and Route 66. But then from St. Louis to follow the Mississippi River up north again, um, along the it's the Iowa border and Illinois and there's actual um, palisades big peaks and lovely lovely fall color it's not as overwhelming perhaps as Vermont and New England but it's really gorgeous and it's a nice time of year because it's clear um, the farmers are bringing in their harvest and it's just a really nice experience and that's one of my probably top five favorite roads is that old highway 61 that Bob Dylan sang about way back when Yes, yes. And when you're taking these trips, it's just worth asking, do you have a favorite 
pizza place, a favorite burger place, someplace where you got to get a hot dog. It seems like a guy like you would go, oh, yes, here, here and here. And let me tell you about it in your book, which, again, is Road Trip USA. It's been out 25 years and we're looking at the 25th anniversary edition now. Big chock full of information. It's a heavy book and it's weighty with all this gorgeous information, including the places where you can go to get something that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, and I would encourage if people want to do a test drive of it, roadtripusa.com has all, you know, tons and tons of really good information. We've got suggested fall color drives um, up there now on the blog section of the website, but they can see the coverage and see that there are lots of fun things to do out there. Even though these roads don't show up so big on the roadmap all the time, they are really big on rewarding travelers who are brave enough to get off the interstates and see the real America on Road Trip USA. And your website again? Uh, RoadtripUSA.com. Perfect. Jamie, where are you going this fall? You have a big trip plan? Well, I'm trying both to get to Louisiana to see my mom and up to New England to go and pick some apples and eat some apple pie. So trying to squeeze that all in. So um, maybe both. I hope so. That would be fantastic. I have not sampled the maple and I was there once so shame on me but I want to get back to Vermont for the colors yes but also all that wonderful maple flavored food and, and yeah, Vermont's also a great place where they have the breweries you want to go do brewery tours check out Vermont it's amazing it's it's almost as good as the west coast I think if you have to be on the east coast Vermont's pretty nice but they don't have much of a beach no, <laughs> that's right. They do have those lovely, soft, gentle mountains and all the colors and the friendly people too. Jamie Jensen, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to find something seasonally topical once again, and we're going to have you back and we'll talk some more. People should run out and get your book, Road Trip USA, 25th anniversary edition. And if you don't feel like running out to get it, go to Amazon. Thank you, Jamie. It was a pleasure. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine. We remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.